Greetings and welcome to Margin Call, the podcast and editorial meeting for Queston Media. I'm your host, Eming Piancai. We've decided to bring back Patricia. Uh, you may have heard her on our dating podcast a little while ago. Um, we wanted to change gears a little bit and talk about something that literally almost everyone in America, if not the world, is sort of going through right now is working during, through, previously, after everything, this current this current pandemic that is still going on, unfortunately. Um, thanks again for coming back. You're Hopefully welcome. we'll you'll drop some more knowledge on us in this episode. So just to kind of get things geared up. So as of right now, at least in California, the vaccines are going out, schools are maybe starting to open. The, the only thing is people aren't really going back to work the way they were prior to last year. Um, for myself personally, yesterday was literally the one year anniversary of when I stopped going to work in person and had to work from home. And it's just kind of bizarre. I was like, it was li literally only a year ago. It doesn't feel like it, <laughs> but yeah. it was. And yeah. just kind of thinking about, you know, that, that time of like, you know, being self-isolated and like either, I feel like there's two camps right now, people who are working from home and people who have no job. <laughs> no judgments. No I mean, judgments. It's, 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 it's true. Like there's, it's very distinct, these two different groups that are, co that are existing as we move forward. And, um, I personally have just really, um, not struggling, but it's been, it's been quite an adjustment to finding if you, if, if you lost your job because of, of, of this issue, and you kind of have to remake your life a little bit to figure out how you're going to make it work. Mm -hmm. And then there are people who, you know, were may probably st still have a job like yourself and um, who but have to adjust greatly to make it work. Um, so just out of your personal experience, um, how has that been? Well, you bring up a good point. You may not know this. I actually lost my job in COVID on March 16th, literally we started working from home. Uh, and, uh, and we think it could have been done a little better, but 90 of us got called on a zoom call thinking it was, uh, some corporate strategic, <laughs> whatever. And, uh, if I'd done it, I think I would have done a five department, but I get why that was easy or easier. And so we all found out, uh, April 1st of last year, we had all lost our jobs. And to compound that, we also heard that we weren't getting the bonuses we already earned in 2020. Yeah, that means so insult to injury, A, you don't have a job and the money you thought you were going to have to surf whatever comes your way until you find another job wasn't there. And let's just say they didn't give us six weeks notice wow. pay. Was that, that was less? Was that a, was that a rough, uh, for you to, to have that, to have that kind of like get dropped on you very like, you know, no warning to be like, Hey, I think it was rough you're, on, you're not getting stuff anymore. Yeah. And it, it, you know, you didn't budget, you didn't see that coming. Right. We, you know, there was a lot of companies, they just took pay cuts and they kept everybody like, that's what we were heard, hearing too. And so we thought our company would be like, like I would have taken a pay cut and just to, to save my fellow colleagues. Uh, but that, you know, again, that wasn't a decision. It was, you know, corporate and companies did different things. Um, I will tell you, there's those of us that have savings. Okay. Like, uh, you know, I've been working for a while, so I have a little more cushion that if something were to happen that I have means to make it through irrespective of what I get from the company in which I'm departing. I was very fortunate, very lucky, but a lot of folks aren't in that same scenario. Like they're living paycheck to paycheck. And when stuff like that goes down, it hoses any rainy day fund, you know, cause if you're a family with kids, you're already paying money out for doctors, stuff happens, you know, you, you can't plan for it. It just does. So, uh, the beauty is I did find another job. It took a while because most of the jobs, uh, went away. They're, you know, they just stop posting on LinkedIn and that's where I do most of my searching besides, uh, recruiters that will come 
to me and I'll have to, you know, full disclosure, I'm demand gen. I'm probably one of the hardest positions to find in the Bay Area outside of sales engineer. So I know the jobs will come back. And in the last 10 years, I've never not worked either full-time or consultant. If I'm consulting, I can get picked up as full-time. If full-time for, you know, it's a startup, it's a rodeo, you're, you get bucked off sometimes. Then very next week, a client will pick me back up. Like I'm never not working, uh, but that helps. And uh, the beauty is I was able to hire somebody back at my new company that also got let go at the previous one. So I, I felt like I sent the elevator back down and try to pull somebody back up with me. Right. Right. So at your, at your current place, now that's been like a year since all this has kind of gone down, are you noticing like an uptick has things kind of leveled out or dropped in terms of like people who are getting hired within like the tech industry right now, or is it just kind of like in no man's land? Um, it got better. So probably two to three months after, March 16th, boom, posting started. Like it, it, it almost looked like the corporations were kind of huddling the wagons, chatted, you know, what, okay, we did this threshold cut. Okay. Where are we now on the revenue? Are we making our number? Are we not? And for the companies that then that worked, that actually worked and it allowed them to be solvent for those that were on the, on the cusp and they started hiring again. I and mean, we instantly saw that instantly. And then it was back to the races, but even doubly so, because you got to remember there was like no hiring for like a two to three month period. And everybody who was left just took on other people's roles. And I've had that too, where I've, I'm, you know, other people got let go. I didn't. Now I have four people's jobs, right? And you're going to work because you want the money, but I don't want to work times four. I'll do a times two and three if I know somebody's coming in the door, but four is a little, it's like quadruple work, right? But again, you want to keep your job. so. So now you're stuck at your house. You're not going in. And what you lose is that camaraderie in the office. And, and you know, I never really, it's not that we didn't think it was important, but even more so like when we asked for a day uh, to work from home, a Friday or Thursday, the Valley's always promised us that they didn't really do a good job of rolling it out or have a very strategic plan so that that employees could take advantage of it. Now they do like now it's like, don't even come in. Uh, and the role where I'm in, the, we've, we are now going to start asking folks to come back in. And I've already been in the office, like immediately when I got hired, even back in November of last year, I was going in once a week because I'm, I guess, a little closer to the leadership team and I drive revenue. So we just, and, and I, and it gave me a better relationship with my direct manager because we spent time, like nobody else was coming in the office except for the executive team. And that did help. I could strategically see where she was heading and some nuances that I usually only pick up if I'm with you in person. But what it's done, like you're not traveling. I don't know if you've been out in a while, I mean, just drive it up and down during the week. Traffic's coming back. So now you're like, oh. It's been coming back. It's been. Yeah, it's like 75%. Yeah. So like when the San Mateo Bridge starts backing up big, you know you're back. Right. When that stacks, and I know they put that boundary in because the cars do funky things right before they right. get to the exit trying to. And uh, so that, I see that. And I drive to Brisbane and it was taking me 20 minutes. Like, oh man, this is butter. <laughs> this is going to be like nothing. But within the last month, took me like 45 minutes to get back to San Carlos, right? right. Like I thought, oh, this is like what we call pre-COVID days. So so I have curiosity, uh, this might be a dumb question, but um, out of curiosity, um, do you feel like the, uh, the traffic increase of people going to work is strictly people who have been working from home or do you think it's people are getting new jobs because – it doesn't seem like there's a lot of new, new jobs out there right now. Cause I've been, you know, LinkedIn, mm -hmm. all of the job things. And it's just, it's like throwing your resume into a void. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you, it's, it's like, I, I don't even know how people get jobs, honestly, because it, it just seems like this like impossible task of trying right. to figure out how am I going to fit into this new world order right? and still like maintain some sanity but also talk to people and see people, but like not 
have to potentially get sick from said interaction. Wow. And you know, and, and, and for the millennials too, I mean, you got in, and not that it doesn't affect the rest of us the same way, but what you're saying is a very strong point. And I, I want to validate uh, what you just mentioned because uh, for uh, jobs that I was looking for, I kind of had to do the same thing. And for the first time, a few that I thought I was super close on, like it was almost, I wouldn't say a slam dunk, but I had done my due diligence. I had research, we'd had phone conversations. Something was still brewing at the corporate level, even though they were hiring something, it seemed like something invisible behind the scenes that was tangible, but that I couldn't touch it or I didn't know about it was still going on to where when they finally got candidates, COVID even blew up your ability to walk on because there's criteria and liabilities when you ask employees to come in. And I've even, I don't have to say, I've been in uh, to this new role, to this new company, and somebody there had COVID one day and it's closest and they were on, and they were, uh, well, they were there. <laughs> and uh, I get home and that night I get a text from my boss and I usually never hear from her. She's so cool. Like evenings and weekends at you. And I love her for that. Uh, she's super smart. Uh, but she texts me and I went, hmm, something must be going on. And I look at my text. She goes, hey, can you give me a call? I went, ooh, yeah, I can call you. So I called you. She goes, hey, heads up. Somebody who came in the office had COVID. And I go, Oh, okay. And I started joking. I kind of go, oh, okay. So this is how the uh, zombie apocalypse starts, right? Like all of a sudden I think I'm good. And, and you're doing all your COVID stuff. I mean, literally you're showering and like hand sanitizer before you even get in the door. you got the wet wipe on the doorknob. You're trying to, you know, come on in you got your mask on. Right, right. And so she goes, go get tested. Well, I know you have to wait for five days. Five days I tested, I was negative. I've been, I've tested four times. I've been negative each time. And so lucky for me now, California's opened up, uh, but it's been a concern and there's liabilities. So if they ask me to come in and I get COVID, kind of some liabilities there. You don't want to think that way, but cause you're only human, but you're being asked to come in when everyone's at home. Now what's happening, what I think is going to happen. Okay. It's March. Okay. We just had daylight savings. It's going to be beautiful till like eight or nine o'clock and people are going to want to be outside or, or get out. Uh, so that it's going to be, you know, some companies say never come back, mm, maybe for this year, next year, they're going to, they can change your tune. That isn't permanent. That's just like permanent for this year. Right. I, I don't know if it's all, always going to be permanent because you lose what you lose is slack, you know, you're zooming and slacking and emailing and you think you have all this time because you're not traveling, but it's absorbed it all to where your eight hour day, if that includes a uh, commute and then that, you know, go to, go to the gym and then you come back in an hour later, maybe you're looking at stuff and just cleaning up the day turns into like a 10 to 12 hour day every day, Monday through Friday. It isn't just freaking zoom fatigue. It's work fatigue, you know, and I just hired somebody new and I took half of what I had on my plate and I went, Oh my God, I was already doing the work of two people. Right. And just this last Friday, he goes, I can't stand this anymore. He's a millennial. Uh, he's about the same age as my son. And he goes, Patricia, I can't stand this. Can you come over here and work? He has like his own place. It's at his parents' house. Like what could happen? I go, okay. But literally I was like hand sanitizing my way in. I had just tested no negative for COVID. I wore my mask the entire time, like the entire time. And then wiped everything down. We even went out and had Chinese food. He went and got it, brought it because he knew where the place was. And we got, just for folks that might be listening, we got twice as much done. We crushed it on Friday. Like, and I went, man, it wasn't just pushed. Okay. Is he going to answer the Slack? Okay. Maybe I email him. Am I going to text him now? I was just like, yo, dude, they want the email. Can you get, get that fired over to him? They want to see the next test. And he got to ask a lot of really good questions too. So now I, I think for a person that's always want, wanted the Valley to hold true to their end of the bargain of allowing employees to work home like that Monday or Friday, which gives you a three day weekend, by the way. Uh, cause you remember I went sailing with you guys one time <laughs> I told you I was working from home and I said, this is how I do it. <laughs> not at this job, not at this job, but at another one where I needed a mental health day, you know, you know, right. 
So you do what you have to, but COVID's added some complexities there. And I, and I think we're going to find a new norm. I think if let's say we're past COVID in a fantasy world, like Narnia, okay, this is Narnia and uh, COVID's gone and everything's all good. I think we're going to have a more permanent strategic plan for a day or two a week where you work from home. I know you can't speak for, for, for every company out there, but are you, are you at all seeing like, is there a, um, are they gearing up more for, for like for like everyone to be in the office? Or are they still kind of in this like in between space of like half of you will come in maybe like half the week and have you come the next week. But even then it's like, you know, um, there's not like offices aren't that big in, in here sometimes like you right. know, they fluctuate. Like there's some big, there's some small. Um, so I, I guess I'm just wondering like, moving forward what are you envisioning that looks like i mean like i can't speak for how big your your work is but that's still a concern like yes like there's the vaccine yes they're getting better at this yes uh people aren't in the in the icu as much but they're still like you know like the cdc saying like don't 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 sleep on this still like don't right. but i feel like we are i feel like I feel like as a country, we're like, oh, you know, it's getting, we're, we're um, like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, even though like the news is getting better and you know, the numbers are dropping and such, it, it, it feels like we're, we're exhaling too soon. And I'm, and I'm really curious how that's going to impact the workforce in that respect, just because it like, that's like, you know, that's the, the, that's the, that's what makes us run is the fact that people are going to work, people are like making money, investing, and then the circle of life is happening with the, the money. I'm not really sure what my question is, but I, no, <laughs> so, I think you're nailing it though. I think you're nailing it. Uh, uh, if you take into consideration Salesforce on that lease that they had down at the Transpay tomb, mm, that just went away. Mm -hmm. like, right. I think they sold it or trying to sell it. But I think it's what you said, it's going to be 50 to 75% are going to be asked back. They're critical hires and they're part of the leadership team and they're going to have to be there. Uh, by virtue of me already being asked from date from week one, mm -hmm. one day a week to come in. And then when I had a little bit of a COVID scare, then we had to do the 10 day countdown. Right. And I'm still in my, uh, saw my mom in the fifth. So tomorrow's my 10th day. So we're basically just going to go into the office. Uh, I don't think it's ever going to go back to the way it was, but here's the mm -hmm. thing. Fauci says there's going to be a third wave and I believe yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So herd immunity, people who've already had the vaccine, but there's those of us like, I, I I'm too young to get it. I'm too, unless I have some other thing I can say, maybe I've got a, a, a right. you know, underlying issue. Right. I may, I, and some other people tell me, just say, you know, your mother's being cared for in a nursing home. She's, you know, obviously if you're going to visit her, you would need to be vaccinated. I think that makes sense. You know, California is going to open up tomorrow, Monday, 16 and above. We can start, but you know, those lines are going to be hella long. Like yeah. even if you get up at 4 a.m., like just don't leave your car running because <laughs> just get your blankie and wait. And right. they just say you don't need a slip. There's one right down here in Palo Alto at Stanford. I'm just thinking about going down there and getting it done. But it, it's going to be two to three days in the office, maybe they get to four, four seems a little rich. If they want me to add drive time on top of the work that I currently have, there's going to be some things slipping. I'm going to have to have a crucial conversation with my direct manager and one, I got two hours now facing me daily, hour getting up there, hour getting back that I don't have in my day to work. So here are the projects that I'm now going to put on backlog because we work in right. sprints and they won't be in progress anytime soon because you've taken 10, 10 hours out of my week for, for transportation, you know, mm -hmm. for commute. And that's what this is giving us. So we're, we're working through our commute. You know, if we're lucky, we get lunch. Like I've never seen a period in my life where I didn't feel like I had at least 30 minutes, 30 minutes to break it down, to get away from the telephone and the computer and the display and the Slack and the email. And the, even I don't take my cell phone with me. That's how unhooked I get. For 30 minutes a day, I try to work out first thing in the morning. So I get that six o'clock, I'm jogging, I'm working out on the machine. I'm going to do it right after uh, this podcast because I have to sharpen the saw and keep it up. If not, you will fall behind. There's no way. And I've, I've got 20 years in the Valley still. There's a lot of juggling going on. 
and last minute requests. And because the nuances you can't pick up because you're not in the office, it just takes a couple more cycles to figure out what the request is and, and what are those uh, top end items that need to be completed and then wrap a timeline around it. But in the office, you can just chat it out in five minutes. Here's the thing. I don't want to have an hour long conversation for a five minute fix. If that's something you need, I don't need to sit in on a meeting for an hour. If it's a five minute fix, slack me, you know, right. don't get me in an hour long meeting because you know what's happening. We're working as we're in the meeting. Like I'm trying to work my sprint, listen, and I, like, there's no way humans weren't made. And I don't care who you are, superwoman. Uh, it isn't uh, gonna get you there. And the body and the mind was not prepared to do that many transactions in such a small space. Your, right. your brain at the end of the day feels a little foggy. I don't care how young right. you are. Right. Like you feel depleted and like a sponge wrung out. Right. Out of curiosity, um, this past, let's say three months, how many hours do you feel like you spend on Zoom? Uh, the meetings can start as early if you, cause I start vendor meetings cause I can get those in before I actually have to have company meetings. So I'll have vendor meetings starting. I've been, I've been on a call at 7am. Mostly it's eight because I have builds going on. I have two, I'm in charge of tools, automation specifically to be sure we make our revenue number and consistently make our revenue number. And I constantly have to have new programs in the hopper ready to go. Uh, so I'll be working on five to 10 different programs that could convert to revenue besides working with our vendors, getting those tools up so that we can create revenue and automation is key, but there's a lot of builds and a lot of auditing that needs to go on. You can't just set it and forget it. You got to be in there and tap it in. If you start to see some anomalies in the system, if you start to look at the data, it's starting to do some weird things. You have to go back to the source data to be sure that you're cleanly sending that down to the sales team. Cause it's imperative that they get all the information up front so they can action, complete their due diligence and start building pipe. And that's a, a frictionless system, but it takes constant maintenance to keep it that way. Constant. So, so have you reached the, like the moment where you're like, I'm so tired of being on Zoom. <laughs> like, have you been like, I don't want to log in today. I'm gonna vote. I, I really don't want to go to this meeting. Like, like, like mentally, just, just, just for your mental health. Like, since you're always like conversing and talking and emailing and slacking. Like, have like, I get that you that you work out, so that that probably also helps clear the tank a little bit. But like, I, I mean, just recently, I feel like I've reached my wall with Zoom. I'm like, I'm just so tired of this being what my life is this you little know? square we call it the brady bunch squares <laughs> it's brady bunch and you just look at everyone and see who's there and some people don't have their camera on and i think right. that's the start of of zoom of uh, whether it's zoom or not whatever whatever uh communication device right. you're using i don't want to rag on zoom but it seems to be the one everyone's using uh and so you, they're first you stop seeing their picture so you know is that like is today you're just in your scooties Mm -hmm. like your scooties in your you know coffee mug which i've done no judgments some have the picture on but you uh, and, and uh no lie this last week i saw i saw somebody on zoom that i work with all the time and i have a utmost respect for super smart mm -hmm. won't say who it is she she looked tired <laughs> like mm -hmm. on friday i was like "Ooh, girl i was gonna text her going hmm you might want to go oh, a little check hello something you know, just check the hair you know it looked like it looked like she had just come out of the shower mm. and not in a good way where you can put that gel on your hair and it kind of be those ringlets you know kind of cute and then you can kind of fork it out later right it wasn't that uh it was something different and and she's the only one on the team that hasn't gotten their secondary support person so i knew probably a month ago uh, early february i needed somebody else but i already am doing two jobs i know once they get there they're going to be slammed because you give for me it was like i gave them all operational and then they're running all the programs in our automation but then i so they're making sure they go off i'm on the front end getting 10 more in the hopper getting them set up lining it up with targets personas revenue that kind of stuff uh and so that's good for the folks that don't have consistent help you can see them crumble right before you you see it and there's a few telltale signs even on this little brady bunch square 
where all of a sudden you're like, hmm, case in point, the same person that looked a little rough on Friday got a little edgy and it was nine o'clock in the morning. I'm like, girl, it's a little too early to be throwing that down. Like, mm, go get some coffee. I expect that at three, four, five in the afternoon when you know you want to leave, but there's like one more thing. And you're like, really, dude? Like, I already have my gym. I'm already like signed in at the gym, right? I'm not going to make it. And you got to wait in line now. Like I'm back at 24 hour fitness here and I love going to the gym because I can bust it down and get all the little stress monkeys off me. But if I can't, because you're giving me one more thing at 5.01 and, and not that I quit work at five, then I start my sprint. I'm going to be working till 10, dude. I don't need like your one more project, especially if it looks like you're handing something off that you yourself should be doing. And I can spot that from a mile away. So have you seen a lot of the folks you work with kind of like, look like they have some wear and tear going on from this experience right now? Well, 50% of them won't even show their video anymore. Like that's wow. how you, like it's, they're burned. And, and some of those may be developers. So I get it, dude. You don't have to be looking all fresh mm-hmm. on the screen, right. right? I try to roll up there at least, you know, looking like I can give it hell for uh, the meeting, the, mm-hmm. the hour that I'm in it. And there are days truly where I think, man, if I could have turned that video on. And then the other thing is we lose, I lose power. Like, I don't know if you've noticed this, uh, Ming, but my machine starts to sound like I'm running a movie with a CD. And oh, I don't even have a CD player. That's probably the fan. It's, but it happens a lot. And then if you look up like your tabs are just rolling, yeah. you got like 50 tabs up because yeah. you know, you line it up by whatever your next meeting is. So I'll line up my tabs in the morning. It mm-hmm. gets me through at least to lunch. I got my stuff already lined up for whatever anyone would want to see by lunch. You switch it out and you got the tabs for the afternoon, right. right? It's like, this is the way we're having to work. And again, technology helps us get there, but humans were, I think, I think humans were never expected to work like this. It's going to burn some people out that don't really, like, I kind of get jazzed. I kind of like it when it's a mess. I can kind of figure out, you know, the, the ends. And I've told you before where I like to put my thumbprints on projects, even if it was run, I didn't create it. That's fine, but I can make it better. You know, it's like the BASF commercial, you know, we didn't create it, but we can make it better. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel like I am, but no lie. It's a 10 to 12 hour day. There are some days I do not quit till 10 and then I get back up at six other than taking my walk and grabbing my vitamins and some juice. Right. I started again at six o'clock in the morning. Right. Before email, I don't let anyone know I'm up. I don't put my Slack thing up, like, you know, stores open, green light. I just leave mm-hmm. it on like I'm still invisible. And those two hours, you try to bust down and get as far ahead on that day as you can before the meeting starts because more is coming at you. More deliverables in those meetings or changes to the things you like. Some people, you just have to take their work away from them. We're like, we're done here. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm giving you. You need something else and you need to go to somebody else because that's all I'm giving you today. And I, I don't over try to overdo things. Like if you ask me for a presentation, two pages, that's what you're going to get. I'm not going to go like five shades of gray, five presentations and different like that. No, I don't have that kind of time. I'm just going to give you what you asked for and maybe make one or two more changes. That's it. Cause I got other stuff I have to do. So kind of going on what you're talking about. Um, do you, do you feel like the, the uh like the zoom life of communication through through work has has i mean granted it 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 has taken the way it's taken away the the link people feel when they work together like you know there's definitely like you know there's there's no more link um but it sounds like from what you're saying like people are just more irritated (laughs) more frustrated and, and and then it comes off in the actual meeting like like i I personally have to remember to turn off my camera when i want to roll my eyes i'm like this is ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) i love it when you do that too i'm just like are you kidding me right now like i this is the dumbest request and i don't want to do it (laughs) (laughs) it's like the bullshit meter because you're like no dude i'm not doing that uh the uh Ask your question again, because I, I think I know what you're saying, but I want to be sure. I've got two things rolling around in my head, but I want to be sure I pinpoint. Oh, no. I was asking, like, do you do you feel like because of the lack of connection, because people oh, are right. more distant and, and not, you know, in the same room anymore, and, like, you like you, you and your, your person were together, and it was, like, easier, and things went, like, quicker, so and, it was, and it was like, wow, this is how things should still be, but obviously we can't because of the way things are. Right. But um, 
to, you, you were yeah. saying like, yeah. like people who are like, you know, who haven't had that, who've been in a years with this, yeah. like people are reaching a point where, you know, yeah. they're, they're no longer trying to like fake it till you make it, which also I hate that term, by the way, um, <laughs> fake but it, it till is you true. Make it. Um, <laughs> but it is true. I know, I know, but but I hate that term so much. Um, Come up with a new one, then. Come I don't know, but because yeah. once once I was really struggling with with a job, and then my my boss said that, and I was like, "Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to tell me think until I make it? Yeah. You're the person who's supposed to help me, <laughs> right? Right? So." The concerns mostly for me, and, and I've been working, let's just say I've been in the Valley, I've been working for 20 years, I've seen it. Uh, I, I even was over on the Santa Cruz Aptos side and had to drive to the Valley. Like, you know, uh, uh, the, it's more, I, I have more concern over outside of work, the millennials that are trying to go back to school and doing it over Zoom, they're not getting what is really the first instance of being able to work with different people. Like, I think we're going to find, they're going to call, they say this is generation C, COVID generation, because it's going to affect them. And, and you, we don't know yet how that's going to be. And even one school year, one school year. Now, maybe that makes the students super uh, sympathetic and show more gratitude towards their teachers. One can only hope. And I would think, and my, uh, my daughter-in-law is a teacher too as well. She's doing all kinds of things to get kids to show up just on the calls right just to show up like she's dressing up in pink purple unicorn outfit and snow you know pushing herself down a snow you know uh embankment but the kids don't get to see it unless they show up all five days and then she shows the clip on friday it's kind of smart man kind of like you like she's going to show you some video but you got to work to see it right and uh that's a challenge for work there's always uh this uh, notion and especially for startups, I don't know how it is for other companies. I'm a startup junkie, so I don't know another life. Uh, but for this life, it's uh, the expectations you're going to work long hours, you're going to and you're going to put time in. And yeah, I get it. We have stock, but that's only if we go acquisition or IPO. Like it's a pipe dream sometimes when you join companies and you got stock, but unless it pops, there's you know, unless you do something different like selling on Bitcoin or whatever you're going to do to get your stock. Uh, I, I think that uh, even our bosses, uh, even my direct manager, I've seen her on some days where I think, ooh, she's had a day. I said, maybe girl, let's just, I'm going to liberate you. Like just take a walk around the block. Right. And, but I know she can't. And, and she's right. again, super smart. Like I totally love, I, and I will have to also say, she's probably one of the best bosses I've had in the Valley. And I've told her this to her face. I said, you are the direct manager uh, that everybody wants and rarely gets. I told her that very early on because you never know until you joined, it looks all good. You know, it's mm -hmm. like that baby Ruth you want to take a bite of and then all of a sudden it turns out to be something different right? right? or something old and you didn't know it because it was, it'd been in somebody's jar for a while. Uh, and that's, that's helping. And there'll be days where I'll go, Hey, Hey, I'm not getting that today. And I will straight up tell my manager that, uh, she'll also come to me and maybe she's going to give me a grade for the day. Like she goes, Patricia, if I was going to grade this day, it'd be like this out of 10. And I may come back to her and I go, yeah, really? Well, I've been doing this for a while and I think it's this out of 10. And she'll mm. go, okay, good. Well, thanks for sharing that with me. Click. Because <laughs> I think you don't not be rude, but if you're worth your salt and you've done your due diligence and you know you're good, there's a reason why they hired you. Mm -hmm. You should be able to tell them what to do because they hired you to actually handle it. Now I have. And I had success with detours on a specific proje project that was in a non-native environment. I will tell you, it's ha it's hairy and it's not for the faint of heart. Mm -hmm. The COVID, especially on top of that, imagine deploying automation while you're working from home. Like you're not even right. in the office. Like, and I'm having to, you know, deal with the sales teams and the products team, which are super awesome. Again, I couldn't say enough uh, great things about the company I'm currently at. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's a lot of work, but everybody's at the speed. It isn't mm. like, I have to talk myself off the ledge. Sometimes I have to go, you know what? This isn't just me. Although sometimes you think it's just you because it mm. is just you. Like this is the body right. I'm residing in. Right. But if I were to come outside of myself and be self-aware and be self-aware for other people, I would go, you know what, Patricia, everybody's going through this. How are you going to manage it though? And there, no lie, we're 80% in, and this is usually the breaking point. Like you're going to see, like you think we've made it, there's going to be some people around you that will crumble. So 
just to go back to what you were saying earlier, um, you know, you were, okay, so when COVID hit, you were at your first job and then you lost that job and you got a new job. Yeah. Um, based on, you know, what you've seen in like the people you work with and the companies, do you feel like they are still producing at the same level and speed and quality that they were before COVID or has that really like dipped gone up stay the same i think it's gotten better and here's Mm -hmm. why i say that because there's COVID, it's like we're really being super nice like when i first came on board i go is this the COVID fantasy like through COVID, it's like what 9 11 was for new yorkers like all of a sudden everyone was like please and thank you and holding the door open Mm -hmm. because you were scared shitless like okay, maybe that third plane's coming around or maybe they're going to wait. Like, I don't know. But I had a, somebody I work with who said they, they, they were sitting in their apartment. They actually saw the second tower fall from their apartment. Saw it. Didn't see it on the news, like with their eyeballs saw it. Right. And then, and he says, and it took a while, like there was some therapy, no lie, to get him back up, juiced back up to where he was. COVID, I think originally, and I saw this, uh, except for the lines at the store and trying to get in. I thought, oh man, is this how we're going to be? It's going to be like rush up there. You know, you go in, there's like two bags of salad. That's it. Right? <laughs> Cause there was hoarding or no, no tooth, uh, toilet paper work has actually gotten better in projects. I think because we are home. So there isn't that yak, yak, yak thing that happens at the office where people come by and you're like, girl, I don't have like 10 seconds of my day to be talking to you today. I don't want to say it like that, but we usually will just go, Hey, I I'm driving a deliverable right now. Can I get back to you on that? It's usually what we say. And then you just never get back to them because you know, they'll come back to you. They're going to come back to you. So you don't even have to, you know, unless it's something important or your direct manager or something. Uh, it, it work is better. I had more heads down time. So let's say we drop off at five or let's just say my last meetings at three, I'm instantly into my sprint. Like just because I've done meetings doesn't mean my day is over. And this must be like teachers, you're grading papers, you're talking to parents, you're, you know, there's so much more time than just the time you spend with your kids in the classroom. And that's why I wanted to see if we could get Stephanie in here. Cause she could add some, uh, some uh, other freshness to that. Um, uh, but you know, she couldn't make it today, I guess. Uh, so it's, it's better, it's better. Uh, but now it's better, but there's so much more like I'm busier in my role than I ever have been. And I have to thank COVID for that because I'm not traveling as much. So they do sense that you have more time because you have, two more hours of meeting time or sprint time because you're not traveling. Now, Monday, Tuesday, this week, I'm going to hike into the office and I usually have to leave here by seven o'clock to get up there by eight now or seven 15. But then I'm jazzed because I'm in the office. There's like this electric, I'm like, oh shit, I'm going to talk to real people today. Like they're just not even going to be on the square. Like there's that, like you are a freak, dude. Like you're looking, you're, you hunger for human, human contact. That's real Mm. to you. This, Mm -hmm. this all up in here, that's Mm -hmm. Brady Bunch. Right. And so it's like you watch TV all day and it's a fake thing mm-hmm. and you don't want it to be a fake thing, but it is. Then right. you get in the office and you're kind of freaky. Like you'll say, like, dude, stop following me. You know, he, because we, it, my office is so big. We could be in all our offices and never see each other. That's not why I'm coming into work. Right. I want to see someone. I stand all day at a standing desk, by the way. I've done it since 2015. Mm-hmm. So my boss is in the same room with me. But she's like 30 feet away. We're all like yelling to each other. And I purposely don't wear headphones in the office so I can pick up on nuances in conversations. Right. It also right. takes me off task. So then it takes me five minutes to kind of groove and get back in my thought pattern. Right. But I think right. anybody would go through that. Yeah, that that sounds like a very like I, I think you're you're blessed with the ability for space. I think that is a big thing that not everybody has because it's depending on where you work, where you live, it's not always an option. And it's, it's fascinating to me because I feel like that's going to be the reason why we either get out of this weird situation or we continue to fall face first into it. Because even though, you know, things are better, they're not, it's not done, obviously. Um, And it's going to keep impacting the workforce 
probably for the foreseeable future. Like I, I used to work at a, at a, at a summer camp for the past three years. And last year was the, was, was the year where they're like, we can't do it this year because of COVID. And we got an email saying we're coming back this year and we're going to do this. And then we're just like, I'm just like, how, how, are, how is this going to work? Because kids touch everything. Kids don't know how to be safe or like, you know, because, because I, I, I work with older kids, like they have things that they work with, like lots of things. And I'm like, how is that? Like either, either you're going to hire high desperate people in high school who need money, who are going to risks, risk their lives for that, for that check every week, essentially what that is. And that's just, to me, that's unacceptable. And maybe I'm just a little bit lucky that I can, you know, avoid that. But I just, I just, I can't imagine doing that now or ever again, at least for maybe the next five years. I don't know. I I, I wouldn't do it. Uh, We, this is usually the time where we start looking for interns to go through the vetting process and bring them in during the summer. This is the first time they're getting actual, other than volunteering, work paid for work history. And my son went through the same thing and actually did a couple of months at a company where I was working as a contractor. Like that was valuable for him. He was actually uh, not in the same city. So he actually did it kind of remotely and over Zoom. He knew how to do that, but he's had some internships where it was on the floor with people interacting. Thank God he's already been through that before COVID. Uh, But for the people going through now, these interns, it's going to decimate because you're not going to get, like you can and I tell people this college is fabulous and you need those degrees, especially in this new regime in this new world. But it's also about the experience in the seat. I will tell you mostly what I'm doing is not taught at the collegiate level. Again, I'll say that it's not, and you have to learn it with these tools. I won't say they're not teaching automation. I've heard Santa Barbara and San Luis Obispo, uh, and Cal Poly are, are doing it with Marketo which is my specific, although I've used Eloqua and NetSuite and Pardot and Vertical Response and HubSpot. Uh, it is the ability by which to gain that additional knowledge. College is great and you, get, you got that degree, but there's other learnings that happen once you get on board, facilitate the politics that are in the office, find out who's who, right? It's that kind of nuancey stuff and to understand your direct managers, you need that time in. But I think we're going to see this. It isn't just going to be Gen C, Gen COVID. It's going to be these interns that now aren't going to get that off of this environment. They're going to do it over Zoom. And they're so tired of Zoom now. They'll get in. And then I think Fauci's right. Something tells me there's going to be a third wave, maybe this variant, whatever. But more people will be vaccinated. It won't be, but it'll just be the vaccinated people that can go out. Again, I always wear a mask and I'll go get vaccinated when I get a chance. Uh, but there's been some complexities that I don't know that we'll ever quite get back. Right. I don't know if we're ever going to get those. Yeah. I think I, cause I, I'm, I'm also doing an internship and I just, you know, I'm trying to get like any kind of experience outside of my own experience. And, um, I'm in a, I'm in a lot of zoom meetings at least once a week where there are these, um, other interns who are, who are younger than me substantially. And there's this, and it's interesting to see because they're like, you know, they're much younger. They don't have a lot of experience. They're hungry for it, but there's not a lot of like, you know, they will not personally go the extra step to like make their mark in, in this like opportunity that they have. Um, and I'm and I'm wondering, like you're saying, I'm wondering, is is, is this because we live in the, the the Zoom world and it's like it like takes away that like I should try harder, but I don't really know how because the world is so messed up and I don't know how I fit into this equation anymore because I'm not, I don't have the skill sets yet and there's limited opportunities and it's just, it's just, it's just not where it is or should be for myself at this moment in time. I remember my son, uh, you know, would play video games and I can always remember, I go, you know, you're going to, you're going to have to get a job someday. Like, I don't want to see you playing. And he got great grades. Like I had no complaints. Like this, this kid was like B's and A's like, every parent's dream. I didn't mandate an A and I would limit him to 30 minutes. This feels like to me, like the video game Mm -hmm. because it's not real. It's not a real person. It's in front of the screen. It seems very Mm -hmm. sterile. It's kind of this, you're not learned again, those nuancey things. Uh, uh, and I embrace technology. I, and I, and it's making certain things easier, but the ease is now making 
certain companies feel like you can do more, which you can, but do we really, do we mm -hmm. really want to do more? Mm -hmm. Like I, I, if I'm making my number and I know what my number is and we're there and anyone in sales who might be listening to this knows the next thing I'm going to say, it gets bigger in the next quarter because mm -hmm. you did such a, a good job and we're in a sprint right now to really rev revenue and I, and not unlike any other company where I've been at and I totally get it. And we, I, and I do mm -hmm. believe we're going to rise to the occasion and in my mind, we're already there because by visualizing it, it allows it to be more real to me. Mm -hmm. And I do more of the things because I believe in it. I believe in that goal. And I always do. I have to believe in it first before I can put action behind it. Mm -hmm. uh, other folks may, and I don't know if it has something to do with you're an extrovert or an introvert. Uh, I was chatting with someone, I'm an extrovert at work, but I'm an introvert at home. So mm -hmm. I want to get out as soon as work is, I get in my car. I don't care. I got to go somewhere. Like I got to go post office, bank, you know, uh, store, but mostly it's drive up and walk in the woods. I got to be next to the trees. Like I got to take this stress stuff and put it some other place. Mm -hmm. And the trees help me do that or work out at the gym, mm -hmm. uh, depending on which guys are, uh, at the weight bench, uh, depending <laughs> on which machine I pick, right? Because then you're looking just for visual. And I will have to say, and I digress because this wasn't the question. Uh, I had a really good date on Saturday. Good <laughs> like, job. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But then that that's like a real thing. Then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, it's a real thing. But I used a fake thing to get a real thing. It's kind of funny how technology and in work, it's the same way. I built the same tools I would have and worked my job the same way I would have. But my preference is now, which is ironic to be in the office because we haven't been there, but I don't want to go back Monday through Friday. Like I want Monday and Friday to work from home and just go on the mm -hmm. office Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Right. Cause I know I'll lose two hours a day by commuting. So now we know, and I, I'm going to have to tell my boss for every day you want me to come in, you should expect less work. Mm. And it's hard to, to go, oh, no, no, you're going to do the same work and just work till midnight. Mm, no, I'm not. I work till <laughs> 10. My little peepers go to sleep after that because I had right. to commute today. So there's right. going to be those kind of conversations coming down. You wait and it's going to be in the San Francisco Chronicle. It's already being talked about right now on the New York Times, which I read uh, every weekend because they have such great articles and they're starting to talk about people going to kind of have a, some crucial conversations about what that new work looks like right. and companies are going to have to listen and reel back and really be more genuine about the amount of work they're putting on folks. Right. And those of us that are strong, we'll be weekend warriors and we'll bust through it. Other people right. will crumble because the expectation is now you're going to commute and do the same amount of work you used to do right. when you didn't commute. Like that's a conversation right there. Right. So I guess my last question for you is we've, we've, we've kind of discussed like your personal, like how you deal with working in, in the situation. Um, but my last question is um, like people, you know, people in your family or your close friends, like how are they dealing with work right now? Are they, are they, are they, are, do they have work? Are they unemployed? Are they like part-time working it? Are they, are they, are they, are they like independent workers or under contract? Like how, out of the folks you know, personally, like what's, what's the makeup looking like? Well, for, uh, I have, you know, I, we've got some family on the East coast and they have companies. And so for the family members that are still working there, they come in every day, they haven't missed a beat. You know, and they're wearing masks and they're being careful. One of them has a daughter and she came in and did all her Zoom calls from work, you know, did all her, and it was quite the juggle, you know, it's a family run business. So they allow uh, their family members to bring their kids in, no right. young kids, but school age kids, obviously, because why be at home by yourself? Right. Because now you're home, like the parents usually are used to you being at school, right? Mm -hmm. So I've seen some of that. I've seen people that just gave up. They're not working. I saw that too. Like they're so close to retirement. They just said, Frick it, I'm just out. Right. But why even struggle? I'm some of the lucky few where, uh, my skills are pretty re relevant and I think mm -hmm. they will be for a while. How long I continue working, who knows? Mm -hmm. Uh, but so far so good. Uh, and then like my son is working from home as soon as this hit and, uh, crushes it. But he tells me the same thing. He goes, you know, I, I kind of like it. I can roll in my scooties and you just do your dress shirt on top. He says, but I miss, right? Like right. the, the guys are still, or anyone it's, you're wearing the nice shirt and you make sure your hair is good, but you don't know 
You don't know what's going on down there. Like who cares as long as you look good from here up. Right. Yeah. So there's, I think a lot of it in smaller towns, I think it's still people showing up at the office Mm and larger cities. It's Mm -hmm. still a lot of zoom, but that's going to change too. Right. There's going to be a reckoning. I think it's going to be, uh, this next quarter because now we're, uh, in spring or soon to be, there's going to be some real hard conversations asked. Do we need that amount of employees? hopefully and surely, and for any of the companies out there listening, uh, don't over inundate your, your team and, and everyone should, as an employee, raise their hand and some don't, they suffer in silence and you can see them crumbling. And I don't know how many times I've gone to my direct manager going, man, this right here, somebody needs to help this right here. Sometimes they listen to me. Sometimes they don't. And in case in point, there was one where I went to my direct manager and I knew we were going to have some people quit. Like it was to my face. They told me like, because they were asking me for references. And I went to my direct manager, not the company that I'm currently at and said, listen, we got four people leaving our team. We're a team of six. That's like you, me, and like the website person. (laughs) Like, and I don't have all those skills. And one by one, she, I don't know if she discounted it or already knew it or didn't care. Couldn't figure it out. One by one, they left. And as they did, more and more got piled onto my plate. And then I wasn't loving it. And I was like, we need to find someone. We started posting. So it felt a little disingenuous in that I'm going to give my direct manager intel, which you should expect. And they want to be sure that they see all and they can't unless their team is also blocking and tackling for them. Uh, And it was unfortunate because I was one of the individuals that tried to help and make a fix and uh it was brutal it was brutal to see is the last person left and i can remember uh telling my boss you know i would stay long enough for her to hire someone because uh i no longer trusted her judgment by the by virtue of the way she handled that situation wow some people just can't be uh bosses or sturdy or reliable but that's i mean that's par for the course in any in any industry but I'm glad you got out of that situation and moved on something much better. So, so much happier. So that's a plus. Um, yes. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Ending on a positive note. Whee! Good things can happen if you just wait it out. <laughs> Stay positive uh, is the other thing. Stay positive. Too. Help is coming. Help is coming. Just two more months. Just two more months. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, um, I want to thank you again, again for coming on the show, Patricia. Uh, lo- love having you on. You have great insight into a lot of things so it's really appreciated that when you're here um and i want to thank our audience and our and our fans and everyone who supports the show um and this was this was fun, Good one. I, like I, I, I weirdly enjoyed talking about work which is not something I i'm like that's not a topic that is fun but this is actually pretty pretty i enjoyed it i enjoyed it a lot um so again thank you so much for coming on And thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you guys next time. Quest on everyone. This episode of Quest on Media's Margin Call was produced in Richmond, California.